everybody and welcome to Rassel Graphs. My name is Chris. My name is Vincent, back from Wendy's. He's back from Wendy's. I have a, a sack of Sour Patch Kids on my desk. Uh, plenty of food. Not hungry at all. But, uh, I eat a lot of Wendy's, but guess what? That's not even a restaurant I like. <laughs> I mean, that may be true, but I do know you on a first name basis now, so... It's so, unfortunate. Yeah. It really is. But anyway, Rampage, though. Yeah, Scooby-Doo is in the crowd. Maybe you can explain that mystery. Maybe. I'll talk to Scooby-Doo about it when I go to uh, AEW one day. Yeah, him and the gang. Get on it. Yeah. Yeah, Rampage. Nothing crazy happened on Rampage, I'll be honest. Yeah, same thing as normal. It's pretty par for the course here, but let's get to it. Well, why do we even run a fan page about it? Uh, it used to be better. No, it was never. I don't think it was. I mean, maybe it was. It, wouldn't be, but it was. It felt important back in the day. TM Punk showed up there. That's where he came back. That was his return. I mean, Chris Jericho was there, okay. It's not the same. I also hate that I like Chris Jericho's new t-shirt design. I don't like it. It's, it's like the wizard t-shirt. Like, it's weird. You know? I, don't, I don't like that name itself, but the t-shirt design's kind of cool. It reminds me of his old gimmick. Where he uh, put the cone on his head at one time and made a t-shirt out of it. Damn, okay. Remember that when he was having some yeah. backstage match or something? Yeah, I was actually like, wow, I actually look kind of Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. I, I'm warming up to the gimmick, I would say. Him as a commentator, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It I was bearable enough. It, for me, you know this by now, my... Big ripe is with Scalper and his annoying plugs. There's one specific incident on the show we're gonna get to, and that really annoyed me. Okay. We're gonna get to that later. I'm gonna start off in alphabetical order or uh, just sequential order. So alphabet here, as far as I know. Uh, the House of Black versus Uno, Ten, and Fuego del Sol. And uh, yeah, pretty easy win for the House of Black. Um, yeah, I mean, they were throwing knees, they were throwing kicks, they were throwing it all. I think they're probably my favorite faction in this entire company. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't know about that. I think Blackpool Combat Club hasn't beat. And that's just because I, really I, I enjoy their aggressiveness, and I enjoy the Blackpool Combat Club's whole growth. Uh, well, they're so relatively new for me, I just feel like. I, I just song. have enjoyed the, and they brought Willer Yuta in there. It's really it's all coming together into a great puzzle piece. Honestly, I, I don't watch enough House of Black to really get the whole entire feeling that like you know you have right there, but it's okay. I'm actually not from either. I actually like the aesthetic they have, and I just like the style that they have. I really enjoy it. Uh, I think their style's great. I think everything they have going is good. I just want to see more from them in character wise. Really, like, to help me digest it more and understand it more. Like, Blackpool Combat Club, it's very easy. It's very good. And it's kind of just basic stuff. Like, back to the basics kind of, kind of stuff. So That's one reason, though, why I'm very excited about what happened after the match when the Death Triangle came out. And they had a tombstone that said the uh, House of Black at Double or Nothing challenging him to a match. A trio's match. You know what that means. That's going to be a good match. I'm looking forward to it. The Undertaker's on their side. The Undertaker can be the fiend, potentially. 
You know, he's also very. I don't smart. think the fiends ever used a tombstone. Okay. That we know of. You know, he. Who is to say what the fiend has or has not done? Really. I mean, that's true. I mean, the fiend is very mysterious. He likes to hurt people. It says so on his hand. It does say that he does wear a glove that has that word on it. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? Honestly. Could have hurt enough people to put them in the ground, you know. You know what else enjoys a good tombstone? Hangman Adam Page. That's true. That is true. It's not a segue. It's just he also enjoys a good tombstone. Just throwing it he out likes there. It. Yeah, he enjoys it. But anyways, looking forward to that match. There's a lot of tag matches on. Don't worry. You know what I enjoy? You know what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. A good frosty. Yeah. Good frosty. Yeah. Some fries. They do call you the Frosty Fiend down at Wendy's. They do. Yeah, that's true. Instead of her, it's Frosty in my, in my uh, head. Yeah, two gloves. One says Frosty, one says fries. Exactly. It's a really low-budget version of the Fiend with a Wendy's logo slapped on your chest. I'm trying to spit it all through my mask. Wendy's work number one. Find the mouth hole. And start the frosty. <laughs> I'm not sure they have a high C over there. At Wendy's. Because I'm here at Wendy's. So I go there, I, you know, I drink some high C. Good time. Yeah, but uh, I, I usually we're very adverse to the idea of a lot of tag matches on the show, but I think the tag matches on this show are looking pretty good. I don't know your thoughts on it. But... I mean, honestly, Evil Uno was impressing me in the first tag match. I think he did a really good job. Yeah, he was alright. I just, if I took them seriously, like I did in the beginning, I I might have enjoyed this match more. I just like. I think that Dark play. Order needs a bit of character building. That would be nice. Any storyline for them would be pretty nice, actually. Like the the whole being the elite stuff is great, you know, but I think we need some some TV stuff in which we can get behind you being a babyface reviewer type thing like that. I do agree with that. But, uh, speaking of teams, we got the Gun Club backstage along with... Uh, this was funny. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I like this so much, but it's so damn good. The whole gimmick is so stupid, it really is. They show a video of Anthony Bowens getting attacked by, I think, the Jericho Appreciation Society on Elevation, apparently. And, yeah, um, it's amazing. I, I just love the idea of Billy Gunn ignoring his sons to give Max Caster advice. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, pretty much Max Caster was his son. Yeah, basically. They ask Billy, like, what, what are your thoughts on this setback? Billy merely turns his back to his sons and goes, you know, Max, this happens with every great faction. It's all right. <laughs> oh, the papa. The papa really got him. Yeah, he did that. He said, Anthony, you could better see him when you come back and have a big scissor party. Yeah. It's a really un. I've never thought this team would work, but it's the only team I'm okay with being mismatched together. Okay, the only yeah. team. I love this. Keep it going, I think, please. I think this team can make me warm up a bit to the. Uh, I still don't like might. any of them, but it's it is, this is going well. It's going well. Apart, I don't like any of them together. They seem to work quite well, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's Bowen's injured off TV for a little bit, so that's a thing. Moving forward, here we get to FTR accepting Rapungi Vice's challenge from Wednesday night. 
they will have a match this Wednesday for the Arlington. I have no idea how this gets them closer to the IWGP Tag Team Championships, but whatever. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Dash seemed to have an idea of that. He did some kind of math there, and you know what? <laughs> good enough for him. It's good enough for me, I think. Or Punky Fights just came back. I don't think they have much tie into that, but whatever. Well, you might show up. They said, we want the tag team titles in every company. And then FDR said, we're going to kick your ass. And then If we kick your ass, we'll close. get those opportunities. It gets us one step closer to Japan. And I was like, oh, you know what? Sure, why not? Whatever floats your boat, my guy. You have fun with that. Yeah. That'd be a great storyline of them going to Japan and explaining that they're the next time we're on They beat Rapongi Vice. And they're like, who? <laughs> who who's that? Rapunzel Vice and World Famous Tag Team. They were your champions <laughs> once. I... Uh, I've never heard of them. Never heard of them. Urban Dora, man. It's cool. <laughs> but that would be something. That would be something for YouTube. Most likely. It would be, but uh, next up is something that really upset me, and it's Spears versus the Giant. At least what the fuck do they squash Big Demo for? Big Demo comes out with the job or shit. Okay, like he didn't get much. Like, yeah, come on. They should have made him look more important. He should have a longer match with Sean Spears, even if Sean Spears was gonna win at the end. Like this dude just got fucking jobber treatment. Yeah, commentary sold this. Like they've seen this man a million times, bro. Like, it was so fucked up. The one in this poor man. He shows up. Big Demo is a big deal. Okay. They put this as a mystery opponent. They said it's Sean Spears versus a giant. We don't know who it is. It's a giant. Big Demo comes out. Did I even paying attention? And Xavier goes, Oh, it's Big Demo. Uh, he is here. Anyways, want to watch a show about Bitcoin after this on TBS or TNT? I'm like, No, it's Big Demo. Would you make this important? Please, Excalibur. Bitcoin, Big Demo. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is what I'm saying about these stupid Excalibur plugs, man. He doesn't know when to stop. It's. I get it, I get it. But, I mean, Big Demo just fucking looked terrible. I'll be honest. He showed up, he got like two moves in, and then Sean Spears beat him in like five seconds. Sean Spears ain't that important, okay? First of all, like, if we're gonna do this, at least make it a little challenging for this dude. I like Sean Spears. I don't think he should be squashing Big Demo. Yeah, I don't think so. Big Demo, I, I know people, some people wouldn't, wouldn't recognize him or know who he is, but, yeah, I mean, come on. A lot of the crowd did know who he was, because they were cheering him. This man, Big Demo, can never show up on AW TV again. I want to make that very clear. He's going to get. I'm putting him on elevation permanently if he even signed a contract with it. He's going to get laughed out of the building if he shows up on any show after this. Yeah, there's no fucking shot, bro. I mean, Sean Spears. In how many minutes? It had to be at the most three minutes. It was ridiculous. I didn't like that. I, you could have cut out the Sammy Guevara segment, man. It did not need to be Fuck Sammy Guevara. I don't even understand what was happening in that segment. Me neither. I was also pretty lost. We'll get to that, but this match really needed more time than it got. I love the game, though. I, I like both of the guys involved in this match. It's just this was very bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Sean Spears is good on the mic. He's good in the ring. I think we need more Sean Spears doing stuff, but I mean, this is not what I want him doing. Yeah, I can agree with that completely. I, big Sean Spears guy, he can wrestle. We've seen that before. He's very good in the ring. Just this is not what he should be doing. But, uh, you can tell he's he's got it, you know. That's, that's what he's got. But he'd do anything and make it work. But do anything else is the point of this whole thing. Yeah. 
anything else but Barry Big David. So at the end of the match, Sean Spears cuts a promo saying he will beat Wardlow in the cage on Wednesday, and this mess is over. I swear. Never forgive Excalibur for that stupid ass the plug. He made such light work of Big Damo. I mean, Wardlow's not even a challenge. Dude said, oh, Big Damo. Anyways, let's talk about Bitcoin. You want to watch the TV show about it? I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. You love Big Damo, and I love Big Damo, but Bitcoin, though. No, I did not get that. I, I yeah, you love Big Damo. I think he's pretty meh. Let's, Big low you know average. I, you know what? I do love Bitcoin. Yeah. Look at all that hair on his body. Man, he's pretty big and hairy, but not as big and hairy as you'll be if you get Bitcoin. Not as big as hairy as Bitcoin. Christ, man. I, someone's gonna when stop you get that. a little Bitcoin, you become big and hairy. You get 15 times more masculine than you get Bitcoin. <laughs> if you want Mix to that with some Bitcoin. NFT covered in hair. Yeah, this guy will so if you want to look more like Big Damo, watch this TV show about Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, anyways, the Elite promo is up next. It's Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly talking about they're going to go to the finals, have a match. Uh, and in the That's what every team dreams of. Yeah, for no yeah. reason at all. I mean, look, I, I appreciate the idea of them wanting to get to the finals, so no matter who wins, the Elite win, I appreciate that idea. And I it's the same idea as every other storyline. It's done the same thing. And I appreciate it, Kyle O'Reilly bringing back the finger poke of doom. I, I did appreciate that reference. Yeah. I think Hawaiian shirts are back in style. Oh, for the Young Bucks. Anything's back in style. That's true. Look at that hat that he was wearing. I don't even know, man. Well, I do know. This is the Bucks have challenged the Hardys. To a match at double or nothing, which should be very good. I'm looking forward to it. That swerve and Keith Lee shirt, by the way, is kind of fire too. I didn't see that one yet. I'm sure it's fire though. It's super cool. Uh, moving forward, we get to the next match on this show: Velvet versus Statlander. Uh, this is a good match too. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, probably the best in ring, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to go with saying that. I don't know. I like the first match. I liked it. It just never went to the fact that uh, Uno, Ten, and Fuego had a chance of winning that one. No, but they all great did great in the ring. That's what I'll say. That's true. Yeah. So in-ring work-wise, I'm not really looking at characters or whether or not I believed anything. Like, you know, in-ring work-wise, they all killed it. I, I just like to believe that the other person has a chance, you know what I mean? I get it. That's nothing to do with what they did in the ring, really. That's true. I can give you that much. Uh, but anyways, this match happens. Ruby Soho's on commentary. Uh, but Velvet loses to a roll-up pin. I forgot all about Ruby Soho. I have not yet. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't forget about it. I, I know she's around. I just didn't know what she was doing. She's playing on Dark Elevation, doing Dark Elevation things. Yeah, she was on Rampage last week. We reviewed that show. No, 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 no. We're not going to correct me, okay? Dark elevation. I mean, she could have been there, too. Why can't she be on both? There's only one uh, answer. Harry, you're first, folks. She can only be dark. Yeah, exactly. Like, where did she come from? Dark. 
Just Exactly. That's it. That's it. Perfect. Well, anyways, Statlander wins. The next round's going to be Statlander versus Solo. Uh, both are attacked by the Patties. That's who... a good match right there as well. It should be. I think we've seen it before. Yes, uh, Solo said in commentary, this match has happened before, but this is a different Statlander. So this should be interesting. It's the same Statlander. Yeah, same Statlander, different look. That's really all this. Yeah. So anyways, the Patties attack, and NIJ comes out to help. And there will be more on that later in the show. Red Velvet did not stir it up. He did not, unfortunately. Uh, moving forward, get the Hookhausen uh, video pack. Yeah, that was fantastic. I like that. I think this is the most hyped up buy-in match I've seen in my entire life. I'm looking forward to it. I, I also am. Uh, my favorite part of this video package was the treadmills, where Hook is really trained intensely. Except Dan Housen stands up there walking slowly. <laughs> yeah, I like the comedy. I like the everything about it. I don't want Hook and Dan Housen together necessarily, but now they're winning me over a little bit. They've won me over since day one, to be honest here. I just want Hook to be doing some serious shit, you know? I mean, look, when you're serious as Hook is uh, 24-7, you need to be... Uh, like, I get Hook's a meme, but also, Hook became more than a meme when he debuted. I mean, look, to, to Hook, this is not a meme. This is just his life, man. It's true. Eventually, he'll turn on Dan Housen, I think. They'll have to, like, make another shirt crossing out Dan Housen's name on it. Eventually, that could happen. Or that would be a top-tier shirt, right there, if you're just crossing out with a big red X. And have Hook again there. I love the idea of, it just looks like a Hook. He only uses the base design for his t-shirt, but he just crosses things out every time he gets a new one. That would be great. That would be fantastic. And they could steal that idea. They could steal that idea and, you know, maybe thank us potentially, Excalibur. Shout us out. We're very, we're very well known. Uh, Slim Jim knows us. And they do. We repeatedly uh, apply for their attention on Twitter. Our middle name is Meat now. It is. Legally, we changed it. Rascal. <laughs> <Yeah. rest. laughs> I had to, I had to do it. I had to do it. Uh, for, for the culture, for the memes. For the Slim Jim. Exactly. So now we're, we're, we are endorsed by Slim Jim. Uh, sure we are. Uh, next up, the Man of the Year segment. This was something that happened on this show. Uh, who's the, who do I cheer for? Who do I cheer for? Nobody. The answer is nobody. I don't know. I, I thought it was originally Frankie, uh, not Frankie, uh, Scorpio Sky last week when he looked like me a face, but then that didn't happen. And, and nobody uh, is likable in this feud. Frankie Kazarian, I mean, he's he's probably the most likable person here. He's just doing things. I don't even know what he's doing. He's, he's just running around doing stuff. So just to quickly recap the segment for those who didn't see it. Uh, man of the year, come out, Scorpio Sky's like, look, man, I want my title back. Sammy shows up on the Titan Tron. He says, you want this belt back in One Piece? I want my match. Dan Lambert says, I don't uh, watch One Piece. He's fucking smashed that thing. I don't watch anime is for virgin losers. You're not getting your match, pal. What and are you? Then, yeah, just like that until I couldn't believe it. I said, damn. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sammy Howard throws the, the bells in the ground, hits it with a sledgehammer, says, my friend would also like a turn. Passes off to Frank Azarian. He starts going at it with Tay Conti. I was like, wow. Kai Conti. Whatever, man. 
It's not whatever, man. Just fucking get it right one time. Like, when they get a segment right with Sammy Guevara and they have a good TNT title segment, then maybe I'll get it right. Anyway, Frank and Kazarian comes out of nowhere. Just fucking smash that. He was very upset about something. He was crying in back, for sure. He's the last thing we've got to mess up, man. How can you do that to me? I can't believe it. Yeah. I thought um, we were brothers. SCU. How about that? SCU this time? Like, SCU, fuck you and your belt, bitch. Boom. He's fucking smashed that thing. Yeah. They broke this belt, and uh, that's why Executive Decision, this episode is called They Did What to the Belt Part 2. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I love, as you know, we do love doing parts. And we can't one. do the porn button, though. Not again, no. No. We can censor out the TNT title, though. That's what we can do. Yeah, we can do it. And maybe also in the background. It would have been funny if Sammy Guevara lifted up like a TNT symbol and it's like, like TNA or something. It picks it up and he, it's just like broken in half. He has to get the other part. That's great. <laughs> Your T. T.L. T. What, where the hell? <laughs> Throws it on the floor and walks away. I don't, I don't know, man. This feud's been going on for too long. I think it should end. Really There's nothing end. interesting about it. It's all over the place. Everyone's been insulted. Everyone, I don't know. It was interesting when it looked like we're getting a face, uh, Scorpio Sky, breaking away from Man of the Year. But then it turned into something else. No, not really here for us. No, definitely not. Uh, so next up, Skiavo uh, and Tony Schiavone interviews Tony and Britt Baker. And, uh, you know, this, this was fine. Tony Schiavone interviewed Tony. Interviewed Tony? And Britt. She was there, too. And Britt, yeah. Okay. So Britt says, you think you can win this match, Tony? And Tony says, you know what, uh, Britt? I'm not going to But Tony yeah. is. Yeah, Tony Schiavone. He said, oh, I don't want to have to do this, but if I have to. <laughs> took out the jacket and everything but no she says you know what I am going to win that match and if your friends get involved you're going to need a TMD and then oh. Baker walked away and Tony she wanted to give her a look like what this is an interview you can't just walk away man what the hell is this to be excused she was not excused that's what probably why Tony Schwanty was so upset but you know what does Britt Baker really need to be excused when Tony Schwanty has been simping over her for like two years straight, man. I mean, these are the questions that I need to ask. That's true. Hey, Giovanni, man, he didn't do too much annoying things on Rampage, though. He didn't, actually. I was really reaching for that one. I... Yeah, you were trying to reach there. I it's like me. It's like being in a ladder match. You know, you're reaching for the title. It's just, you just didn't get it. You gotta accept it sometimes. He's simping over Brit while the whole internet simps over Tony. That's very true. Which one? I don't know. True. <laughs> anyway. Both of them got valid points, anyways. Yeah. Um, Main event Mark shows up, interviews both teams. Now, I was actually very interested in this because I really wanted to know why do Dante Martin and Matt Seidel have such a beef with uh, the Black Just want to prove that they can be a tag team or something. Yeah, that was early that. They said, we're going to prove we're going to be a tag team, and also, we don't like the way you do things around here. What do they do that they don't like? I don't understand. They just wrestle. They say, oh, right. I mean, okay, yeah. I guess they beat the shit out of their dudes, but still. They said, we don't like the way that you initiate people in your group. I was like, man, you know, that's not really your business. I mean, it's not your group, but whatever. They're in the Blackpool Combat Club. What are you know about um, being in the Blackpool Combat Club? You're a bunch of losers over there. 
Anyway, they got their asses kicked. They did. We'll get to that later on. So, in between all that stuff, Excalibur speedruns to three different shows. Uh, yeah. He did a speedrun there, even rivals yours, man. He was really going for it. No. He's in, he's having a, in next week's AW, then Rampage, and then also Don't Worry Nothing. Here is uh, 27 different matches. I definitely did not look at any of them. I, I looked at some of them. There was some new stuff there. I have no idea what's happening on the, on the pay-per-view. Go to that in a later time, but uh, this is all interrupted by Jade Cargill, who once again uh, uh, studies the fact that she is part of the hashtag me and my homies hate Tony Schiavone gang. Hell yeah, she said, I also hate Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone said, Hey, Jade, uh, quick, quick. She said, Man, shut the hell up and go away. We're not doing this today. I appreciate that. Every time Tony Schiavone speaks, I love it. Fantastic, Jay Cargill, the favorite in the women's division. He's a favorite her. in the Grabs world. Okay. Her and Adam Cole opens lots in this podcast you ever wanted. Yeah, true. So it's confirmed for the show that uh, Anna Jay will take on Jenny Cargill for the TV. I don't know why. I don't know why. I have no idea. Now, what I do know is there's ten matches on Double or Nothing. It's going to be a long ass show. Um, yeah, apparently so. I mean, there's a, it's always a long-ass show. I'm always enjoy the show, but it's also very fucking long, and I get tired at the end. It looks like it's going from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m., and I don't know if I'm okay with that, but it's happening. Yeah. So. I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with it, how, if we're going to review it or not, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We'll do something with it. Yeah. Honestly, I would want to watch it in the theater is what I want to do, but I don't know the schedule, how that looks, but I mean, I want to do it also, but like, I gotta find somebody to go with, and that's pretty hard to do sometimes. Yeah. Digital, you could go, but then it's pretty sad. I mean, well, that's it. It's okay. I mean, yeah, depends on who you are. Me personally, I don't like going to things that are social events without a social person. Yeah, true. This makes sense. It makes sense. You know, there's really, besides the price difference, there's really no reason. True. Anyways, the main event shows up Blackpool Combat Club versus Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. And I mean, this is really just Dante Martin, bro. Dante Martin's great. This is basically every match they've ever been in, but with the Blackpool Combat Club involved. Yo, I love Dante Martin. He's literally the best. I think they need to strap a rocket to that guy and get him away from Matt Seidel. I also agree with that. I would like to see him personally in the Blackpool Combat Club. I think he'd be a good fit for that. I think he'd be great for that. I mean, maybe he doesn't have the aggression and all that, but like he can go, go, and he can wrestle. Man. He can wrestle. I like the Blackpool Combat Club. I think aggression and resiliency in the ring. I think. He I think he could definitely him. even fucking change his style a little bit too. I do agree. I think he has like literally. I think he could do whatever the fuck he wants. And I think he. He kind of rival Ray Phoenix in a way. Good. A couple of years from now, that'll be a fantastic contest. Yeah, I mean, he can wrestle him on Dynamite next fucking week if he wanted. Yeah, that'd be a good match. And, but overall, this was the Blackpool comeback club getting a win so that they look strong going into the pay per view. So that yeah. really is what it is. I know Jericho was showing interest in Dante. That is true, he did do that. 
I don't like the Jericho Appreciation Society recruiting people, though. I feel like they need to appreciate Jericho for it to work. I, I, I agree with that, but also I don't really like that group as a whole. I miss the Inner Circle. I don't miss the Inner Circle. We'll say I don't miss the Inner Circle at all. Um, just because they kind of they weren't doing anything with that at the end of it, so it didn't really matter much, you know. And they also they halted uh, Santana and Ortiz's rise, so that's true. But also, I don't I don't like the current group he's got. I just don't. I enjoy the current group he has. I do like it. I just think it needs a whole rebrand because I don't I don't know if the Jericho Appreciation Society name and all that stuff if it really works to push those guys any further in their careers. That's true. I mean, all I'm saying is I don't like the guy to replace Jake Hager with. Yeah. I, I get that. But, uh, yeah, overall, I'd say that was Rampage in a nutshell. I think what it did, the Jericho Bush says to the right? What mm-hmm. it did was actually showcase the guy so that I know a little bit more about Daniel Garcia and a little bit more about 2.0. So that's good. But. I mean, I they're just going to be his bitch for a little bit. They're going to be his bitch for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, they might turn on him. So. I still don't know the names of 2.0. That's why I call them 2.0. I don't know. I just call them both 2.0. I like their voices, though. I think I think Matt is the one with the ponytail. I appreciate what he's doing. Yeah. God, I don't know the other guy. I feel like I should. And I all right, well, what would you rate this show? For me, personally, I think the big demo thing annoyed me enough. And plus, there's nothing too spectacular on this show. I'm going to go thumbs down for this one, personally. Thumbs down? No, you have to look. The demo thing really pissed me off. The big demo thing pissed you off? I'm going to go thumbs... I mean, honestly, it's not really a bad show. It was enjoyable. Uh, it's more like a thumbs up, thumbs in the middle sort of situation. Maybe like thumbs slanted. I would probably do thumbs in the middle. The best I could do was a very low thumbs down. Uh, sorry, very low thumbs in the middle. Just because I feel like they very much actively damage Big Damo. Like, he can't show up on AEW anymore. He just can't. Yeah. I think Thumbs in the Middle makes sense. Yeah, right. uh, that's fair enough. Let us know if you guys have anything different. Yeah. Um, so should I plug away? Sure. Go follow us on every single social media platform. Um, go look at our podcasting platforms. We're on every single podcasting platform. Go... Uh, review us on Apple Podcasts, give a five-star review, as well as go on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, share, all that stuff. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified. We'll see you next one. Bye.